0: Hello and welcome to episode twenty-three, take two of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs podcast. It's Mark here with Ryan. We had some uh, technical difficulties yesterday, so the eighty-five minute monster that we had for you guys has disappeared into the internet. But, Ryan, I feel like we're uh, we're older and wiser and smarter now. Is that the way you're feeling?
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. Last night's podcast was um, it might have been the greatest podcast in the world. So this one, this is just a tribute. This one.
0: (laughs) It actually was, mate. There was everything in that podcast last night. I wasn't going to edit. It. I was just throwing it straight up and, and it was gone. So, mate, like, like all good things, we need to let it pass and, um, and welcome the welcome the new, just like the uh, the new rules. But anyway, we'll uh, jump straight into the first game, which is the Broncos versus the Storm. So, mate, in the interest of not talking about the exact same stuff again because I'm going to get bored with it, um, the big talking points from this game. So, Heavy Farmworth is back, uh, someone that we recommended last week looking at him as a as an option obviously soft tissue injuries are a little bit of a worry though so mate um still of the belief that we can probably just give him a week against the storm and see what happens for round 13
1: yeah I think so uh, he's certainly a good round 13 pickup um, if you're in the market for a center next week but yeah it's against the against Melbourne it's probably not the greatest week
0: <laughs> to get yeah. on is it no, so yeah, I think you can definitely give him a little bit of room, especially with uh with Gagai just absolutely falling in price, but we'll get him with South. Mate, outside of that, in for Brisbane, Pangai doing Pangai stuff's good, uh and uh Payne Haas obviously gonna be playing Origin this year, but for head to head players, is he uh is he a pickup this week still?
1: I mean, for me, I, I mean, I, I think he's a pickup any time. But uh, for me, I'm I'm pretty happy to wait, given that's uh, you know he's we've seen the last couple of weeks now. He's had a couple of poor scores. Going up against Melbourne, it's always a little bit tougher uh, for forwards, it seems. And he's got a break even of eighty two. Um, and you'd have to think that he's right in line for a rest or a reduced minutes in round fourteen. So I mean, there's every chance that this price keeps going down.
0: They don't really have the minutes to the middles to rest him though, with the the news that we've gotten overnight this. Player swap looks pretty likely with Lodge heading down to Newcastle, though. I mean, the thing is, they get Alex Glenn back next week and Ricky back, so you have to think Glenn goes onto the edge, Ricky goes onto the bench. But this Pelagia, who's named, and we've got a few questions about him, so we might just tackle him now. Mm. Um, I mean, there is a chance that he ends up in the middle rotation, but you know, things are a bit murky there with Kennedy, Asiata, um, and Bullymore. We're not, not going anywhere near Pelagia, are we?
1: No, I mean, if there's one forward in this team, I'd, I wouldn't mind taking a punt on. It'd probably be Reese Kennedy because you'd have to think he's going to be in line for good minutes this week with Lodge gone and then Haas gone next week. Mm. If if this um, It's a little bit of a risk, but if, if this Lodge player, like if this Lodge uh, to the Knights deal does go through, you'd have to think he's a good chance of picking up like a 40-minute sort of starting role. Because, um, I mean, we saw last week that Bullymore got zero minutes off the bench. So yeah. <laughs> um, you'd have to think Kennedy's in front.
0: Mate, there's that. And the other thing, obviously, as well, if you're still in the market, Flegler is still only just over 400K and he looks a great value still. You can still jump on him. Mate, the uh, the man of the hour, though, on the other side of the ball with Nico Hines uh, put up 101 points last week, has a negative 19 break-even or something silly. Uh, He's the anti-Justin Olam, if you will, who only managed to record two points last week. Um, So we discussed this yesterday, but just to recap, we don't think that Olam has a problem – himself we think he has a problem with Chris Lewis
1: yeah that was my big point um, I, I think I think Lil Olam's still a good long-term play but in the interim um, he, I think he's a, in a little bit of trouble uh, with Chris Lewis there like I spoke about uh, how this was a quite a similar situation to when George Williams was out, which is quite fitting given the news recently, <laughs> yep. uh, when George Williams was, was a late out, I believe it was against Penrith, and uh, Elliot Whitehead ended up playing on the uh, playing halfback. And, yeah, Corey Harrowera-Naira got his lowest score of the year just because whenever Elliot Whitehead got the ball, he'd just take a hit up because, you know, that's what he is. He's a forward. And, and Chris Lewis is a bit of the same mould. Um, you know, he doesn't really fit the fit the build of a, of a half. And, you know, with um riley jack's currently out and uh, it seems like they don't really rate cooper johns too highly <laughs> um it's it's probably not great for Olam and um at car in the short term
0: yeah no so make basically um for those of which, i guess we've got a, a million questions about nico Hines. so we may as well tackle him now we're mm-hmm. still comfortable with him being a buy in the short term as well
1: yeah absolutely i mean I, I highlighted him last week and i i said he was i thought he was a good buy hopefully i pushed some people into him um this week, yeah, I, I still think he's a good buyer. still think uh, if he gets three starts, there's close to 150 K k value there, and you're going to get good scores. And if you're a Pappenhausen owner, you can handcuff him or you can you know, even just trade Hines back to Pappenhausen once Pappenhausen's break even settles down. Yeah, it's um, I, I still think he's a handy pickup.
0: Mate, and the other thing there as well is obviously Munster's dealing with what sounds to me like a Liz Frank injury now, which could be a, an extended stint on the sidelines. They talk about him not only missing Origin 1, but potentially missing the entire series which is great news for Hines as well. So I think, yeah, don't have any fear with him. Um, outside of him for this Storm team, Jerome Hughes looks like he's kind of a gun, but I, I, I'm not really one for taking try dependent, low base stat, high high you know volatility halves. So I think you can find better options in the in the halves there, and I'm sure we'll touch on a couple of them. Uh, and then the nine and thirteen for the Storm, which is Brandon Smith and Dalvin Uken, obviously. Fanukin's quite cheap at 4.49, potential for play origin. We did a bit of a write-up on him in our Facebook group. So if you're interested in somebody in the 4.50K market, uh, Fanukin might be your man. Um, but Brandon Smith seems to be one that's been recommended a fair bit, um, although we're a bit lower on him. That sounds to me like the rest of the guys in the uh, in the analysis area.
1: Yeah, he sort of sprung out. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure because uh, I – uh, we definitely have him a little bit lower. Maybe we're just uh, not thinking outside the box. But then you pointed yeah. out last night, his ownership is actually 15% currently. So <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe it's actually us that are pod hunters and everyone's just jumping on the current trend. But yeah, no, he's gone quite well um, in recent weeks. And But I mean, for mine, he's always been a, like a little bit of a, a roller coaster type guy. Like he's had good scores the last two weeks. But if you look before that, you know, there was a 31, 67, 34,
0: 49. Like he's going to be that type of guy. Yeah. Um, you're not going to get consistency. No, he's not a cash cow and he's not a final team keeper. And -hmm. if he's neither of those things, that makes him a trap. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it sounds to me like to the listeners uh, that we've had this conversation, it's because we already have, by the way. So apologies if it it lands a little (laughs) bit that way. Uh, Cowboys versus Warriors. Jarvid Bowen holds his spot in the centres with Miso back due to a a finger injury for Lemuelu. So obviously anyone that got Lemuelu is going to be moving on from him. Jarvid Bowen's a nice sideways trade and it looks like he's got Uh, Job security for five or six weeks. Although he's not really an elite sort of centre option, so given all the headaches at centre so far, not necessarily somebody I want to be, like you know, going headfirst into. Are you sort of on the same boat with that?
1: Yeah, I tend to agree. Do we know what's happening with Justin O'Neill as well? Is he back anytime soon?
0: he's in the extended bench. I think he's injured.
1: Django
0: just got extended this week too, though, so like today. So I think maybe they're pretty happy with him and he'll probably stay there. Um, the only danger is obviously it looks like Tom Dearden's coming across, and it looks like maybe even Chad's been dropped as well. So he might come across. If that's mm. the case, we could see something funky like drink water in the centers or something like that. So I mean, if you need a center, I'm fine with getting Bowen, but I'm not. Uh, I've I've got too many mental scars for that one personally.
1: Yeah, I, I t- you could probably do better as well.
0: Honestly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's kind of like that, you know, when you're milling around in the nightclub at the end of the night and you're looking around at the people that are left (laughs) and you're like, "Mm," and, you know, you should probably just go home at that point. (laughs) That's a great analogy. Yeah. Um, Mate, outside of that, though, the Cowboys are pretty thin. Uh, Don't go anywhere near any of these other guys, I don't think, except from Tom Lolo when he's back in round 14, coming off the suspension. You can have a look at him. Uh, On the Warriors side of the ball, it's pretty much just Reece Walsh in the number one. And, uh, I mean, Aiken and then the ever Evergreen Tour who harassed down in the 13 there. Mm, yes. Uh, one of the big talking points this week is uh, Rhys Walsh versus Nico Hines. If you could only buy one this week, who are you buying? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> I had this exact dilemma last week. Uh,
1: I was tossing up between Walsh and Hines, and for mine, I ended up going Walsh, um, purely for the fact that I think Walsh has the potential to be a keeper, if not Ooh. a very, very good 18th man. Um. Yeah. Versus Hines, like obviously now that knowing what we know in in regards to uh, Munster's injury, it probably gives um, Hines a little bit more you know, in his favour. Given that it's a little bit more than a quick cash grab. If um if Munster's out for a little bit more of an extended period, it could be um you know he's a, it could be that he's a pretty handy scorer uh, over yeah. the next you know six weeks, but. Um, based on the assumption that Munster's back and say around 15, um, I'd I'd go Walsh. Um, yeah. but that said, Heinz, still a great pickup. He's going to be very popular this week.
0: Yeah. I mean, ideally, situationally, you'd get both. But I mean, um, yeah, overall, you can definitely make the argument for Hines or Walsh. But I think head to head, you probably just need to roll with Walsh and spend that money elsewhere and save a trade. Mm -hmm. Uh, Torhu, you can grab anytime you want. Don't be rushing out to get him. He's good, but he seems to be sitting at about the same price that he's going to be at all year now. though. So yeah, Mm -hmm. one for the final team, not necessarily a rush to grab him. Uh, second game on the Friday night, which is West Tigers versus the Dragons. Uh, Dane Laurie has arrested his price drops, so he looks comfortable to hold through now. And um, mate, uh, the halves combination of Embi and Brooks named again, seems to be clicking pretty well, obviously. he Embi's definitely unlocked Brooks, uh, which has been absolutely fantastic for me as a Brooks owner. Um, yeah, really loving that. Uh, Luciano Le is the interesting one for me in terms of a buy. In this team, um, mm. where are you on him? I don't know if we.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's one we've really discussed. Um, oh, I don't know. I've certainly got him as a final team keeper, but for mine, he's. I sort of feel like he's maybe a rung below. Um, mm. you know, given that, you know, you've got like Angus and David Fafita, and yeah, I don't know. And there's like Tohu there, Cam Murray. I, 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 I don't know. I, I sort of have him around that sort of Cam Murray mold, I suppose. Yeah. But it's just if if you had to go one or the other, um, and you're not really. Yeah, you'd opt for the duel, wouldn't you, unless you're really focused on round 13?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're an overall player, Luciano is definitely a guy you could bring in as a potential final team keeper slash round 13 player, but he is probably four, five, six points below some other guys in that spot. Uh, obviously, a lot of people are looking for cheapies this week, so m uh represents an interesting option, and I'm I'm trying to find a kind word, and the best one I can come up with is interesting. <laughs> uh I mean, wing fullback centre dual playing in the halves, usually good, very cheap, good. And he's ticking all the boxes aside from the fact that he's Moses Inbai. Um I guess the big thing for me, though, is this Tigers team could change at any moment. I don't yeah. trust Madge.
1: Yeah, I'm officially Tiger free currently and I'm not exactly in the market to go running back into a Madge-controlled side. Right. Um, given, yeah, given just how much he loves to chop and change and the moment they they lose by 20 points, it's... It's panic stations and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd uh, if I had if I had Brooks, I'd be quite happy currently.
0: But outside yeah. of that,
1: I'm pretty happy to watch this team go around or not watch them go around, so to
0: speak. Yeah, no, I have Brooks, and I can confirm that is a happy time at the moment. <laughs> uh, on the other side of the ball here, Jack Bird's doing fantastic. Uh, ben Hunt is the the main, I guess, the, one of the main ones here from an interesting buy perspective. A uh, little bit of uh toing and froing on whether he's going to be in the origin side personally i don't think he's going to be in the origin side but a lot of people do in fact um it seems like the majority of people think he he will mm. uh where are you on that
1: yeah i mean he's it's a tough one isn't he he's um he's obviously proven he's got that experience it really depends i think on uh, the fitness of Harry Grant, and it's – I mean, it seems like the Mahoney's – a lot of traction for Mahoney to play nine is, is gaining. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not too sure. I'd imagine if Grant is fit and Mahoney's in the side, then Ben Hunt probably won't
0: be, but – Unless he's at six with Munster out. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, we've we've seen how well that's gone in the past, though, him playing in well, the Well, this is,
0: this is specifically why I don't think he's going to play there because I, I think we need to fit Brimson in, and it's a perfect excuse to play Brimson at six and Ponga at one you know, Brimson's played a lot of six and we've seen what happens when Ponga goes to six. It's not pretty. So, uh, mate, outside of that though, McCulloch, obviously firming as a pretty nice round 13 by doesn't seem like any danger of playing origin, although Paul green does Paul green things. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I guess the number 13 as well, Jackson Ford. Uh, we avoided him yesterday, but then I listened to both the NRL fantasy and talking league podcast today. And both of them talk, spoke about him. So I think we're in the clear to, to, to give him a chat, mate. Um, I guess the short version of it is I don't trust Mary to keep him in that thirteen jersey.
1: Yeah, me either. To be honest, um, I know they've got a lot of suspensions. Like what Josh McGuire and me, I know mean, are still out for another four games. Mm. Um, what Kerr's back next week, I think. Um,
0: yeah, but, uh, well, well you know, I assume, he,
1: not according to you, mate. He'll be playing Origin.
0: Yeah, well, I think he is, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> it's him, Sewell, or Cohen Hess. One of them's going to be in the team.
1: Yeah, um, Yeah. God, that's a, a pick-your-poison, isn't it? Well,
0: that's exactly why I went, Kerr. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, so, mate, uh, I mean, yeah, I just don't trust him. I just don't trust it. I don't like it. I just think he's, you know, Alvaro's back. He's going to play 40 minutes. Farm Silly can play 40-something minutes. Um, you know, Vaughan got a – their only change got all messed up and Vaughn got a, a sin bin last week, so that changed it all around. So I, I don't trust Mary. If you want to have a crack at it, I can see the upside, but I'm not really uh, excited about it personally. No, mm. uh, Fair enough. I can understand that. Yep. Uh, Panthers, Bulldogs. Looks like this is going to be setting the record for the biggest line ever when the game kicks off, mm-hmm. um, and probably for good reason. So, mate, uh, we've seen Capewell is now suspended, or he's out for this week as well, so he's going to be ready to go for origin. But that sees Liam Martin into the starting team, uh, and uh, I think it's lenny back into the side, or Leota back into the side. Um, Momroski. Late change to come back in at centre and hold his spot there with Dylan Edwards out late with a, a hammy injury. So, obviously, anyone that owns Momorowski still is uh, seen in the streets. Um, we did have a bit of a kerfuffle on our Facebook and uh, Twitter, and I never actually really asked you on your thoughts about this. Um, I, I can't remember if we spoke about it yesterday, but, mate, uh, the, the player in question is Matt Burton. <laughs> so, obviously... Uh, eight tries in eight games at centre, averaging 41.5 at centre. A lot of people looking to buy him this week off a couple of bad scores into one good one. Um, it's sort of with just describing it like that, you know, like it's maybe a, a sign that you shouldn't be buying him. But, I mean, where are you at in terms of his long-term prospects?
1: Yeah, you really uh, rustled some feathers today, didn't you? Um,
0: <laughs> I think they were more upset about me saying Ivan Cleary was a bad coach. Yeah, they
1: really glossed uh, glossed over the Burton part and just went into uh, yeah. Ivan in defence mode, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think you did ask me about this, and uh, and I think it sort of might have spurred you on to go and dive deeply into um, into. Burton's sort of statistics and um, yeah, I mean, all thereof. I, yeah, or um, I mean, I, I sort of had him as a rung below um, a keeper centre. I think I said yeah. to you yesterday, like his statistics, like they sort of mimic Stephen Crichton when he was playing left centre mm. um, last year. Like it's, you know, that sort of rung below keeper centre, but he scores a lot of tries. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, I, I don't think that's unrealistic to keep going for no. in in the short term, um, especially this week. And oh, I mean, oh, they, yeah. they've got what Canterbury, uh, the Tigers, and the Sharks over there. next but with
0: the Tigers, time. they're going to be missing half of this team. In-
1: yeah, I mean, but but Burton's going to be hoofing it downfield with all these kick meters too. Yeah, yeah. Had, he had 584 kick meters in round three against Melbourne, mm-hmm. scored 73.
0: Mate, Brooksy's going
1: to assert his dominance next week. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, honestly, I don't think he's a bad centre option. He's just not what I'd opt
0: for. Um, he's yeah. just not for me. No, yeah, no, I'm with you. Mate, the other thing is we've had a couple of questions on Appy Korosau and what's happened to him. Obviously, mm. last night we had a bit of a look at him and and the, the short answer to the question is his tackles have reduced by about 30%. Uh, mm. So we'd need to see Panthers being in some close games and making some more tackles before he's going to be a, uh, a buy, I think, but certainly one to keep an eye on. Uh, That's about it from the Panthers' side. Um, Aside from maybe Fisher Harris, who's a rung below similar in mould to that cheese Luciano type of guy where, like, he's fine, but he's maybe a rung below where you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, On the other side of the ball, though, mate, um, our man, Sir Nicholas, <laughs> Chop-trick season. Chotrich hit, mate. The sight of him streaking down the sideline like a gazelle is, is oh. you know, it's etched into my memory forever. Uh, but I'm so happy uh, he he seems to be back. Um, obviously, he is a extremely volatile, dual, cheap centre wing fullback, uh, but can give you good scores every so often. Uh, unfortunately, with Angus being suspended, I'm actually playing him against the Panthers, which I'm not very excited about. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we're not telling people to buy him, are we? Uh,
1: Yeah, if you you want to buy him, this week's probably not the week, is it? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that said, uh, it seems like the... The dropping of Flanagan has been very uh, good for 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 Cotty because um I, I don't know like I so I know you you like us both as Cotric owners for for quite a while um, we've seen this attack just constantly go left and left and left just every almost every play and any ball that goes right is just. It's not quality, but it, it seems like uh, the attack's sort of evened up a little bit uh, since Flanagan's dropped out of the side. Have, have you sort of noticed that as well?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, I mean, I think it helps, you know, maybe somebody actually realised that they've got two of their best attacking players on the right edge in Hoppawadi and Cottred. Mm. So, you know, obviously somebody's given Barrett the tap on the shoulder and said, hey, mate, you got some pretty good players out there. We're paying them a fair bit of money. Do you want to chuck them the ball every so often? <laughs> uh, so that seems to be working pretty well. Obviously, Avarillo's doing awesome in the centres. He's uh, basically a centre cheat code at the moment. So um, anyone that doesn't have him, obviously he's a, a, a potential even an upgrade to target later in the centres. Uh, mate, uh, in the forward pack though, they get Josh Jackson and Jack Hetherington back. So that's bad news for anybody that's looking at buying Luke Thompson. Seen a lot of people talking about buying Luke Thompson this week and, and it seems to me to be like maybe the worst time I could think of to buy him.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, big minute forwards in this pack now, isn't there? Um, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd probably still expect Thompson to be getting that, that like, 50 to 55-minute
0: mm. mark, but I'm not sure if that makes him a keeper. I think that no. sort of has him in the rung below. Yeah. No, he's in that same bracket, maybe even a step below a guy like Fisher-Harris or something like that. I um, I, I wouldn't be touching him with a 10-foot pole at the current price. Uh, but, um, I mean, Jackson was doing really well before, so he's one to keep an eye on. They have a buy next week, so we can give it a good look this week and see what happens. Um, Topane is the other one, so he's named at hooker with Sione Katoa out. Um, we think that's only going to be one week though. So certainly, if you got him, that's a, a blessing. If you don't have him, just let him go through to the keeper. I think. Mm, yeah, I tend to agree. Yep, all right, next game, mid-game on a Saturday. So this should be a really good game here, the Rabbitohs versus the Roosters. Uh, the, not the Roosters, the Eels. Uh, they're coming off both coming off tough losses. Uh, Rabbitohs get Cameron Murray back, which will be fantastic for them. Jaden Sue is a casualty of their atrocious right-edge defense. Uh, Mansell's gone for Tane Milne. And also um, Arrow starting with Tom Burgess on the bench now. Um, mate, I guess the center pairing here is the story. Uh, Campbell Graham and Dane Gagai both interesting options uh, for people looking for a center.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I almost think Dane Gagai is uh, possibly the best center by uh, currently in the game, uh, given his price point. Assuming you're only focused on head-to-head overall, yeah, probably not great, given that he's not going to be playing any bye weeks. But um, before Souths fell apart, he was—I think he was the highest averaging centre in the game. Yeah, it was like um, forty-seven
0: or something like that. He was averaging.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, they ran into that Storm game where they were missing everybody and Gagai was on the wing. Um, and, and same with that Sharks game where they had a whole bunch of players out and then obviously mm. they ran into a buzzsaw last week with Penrith. Um, and he's sitting at 450K now. Like, he was close to 600 uh, yeah. almost a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm seeing him as a as a very good discount buy for mine. Yeah.
0: He's, he's sitting there in red flashing lights you know, just going, buy me, buy me, buy oh, me. Like, mate, so. especially, especially when you look at the
1: South's run. Um, You know, he'll, he's, he'll be going up against, what, Jacob Arthur, Walker Blake and Sex Pest Blake Ferguson on the wing there.
0: Mate, well, we saw what happened to Walker Blake last week. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've got Colum Matangi, Cody Walker and and Dane Gagai running out of it with Alex Johnson finishing off the tries. They may not leave that corridor of the field for the entire game. Yeah, and, and then we look at the, as
1: well. Yeah, precisely. Around. And you look at the upcoming schedule, like Newcastle, uh, Broncos, and the Tigers. I mean, there's going to be a lot of points there. You'd think.
0: Yeah, mate. I'm going to be absolutely balls deep in Gagai in round 14. I reckon. Oh, I'm really uh, tempted to skip Hines and and bring in Gagai, but <laughs> this oh. week oh, I love it, mate. I, he, I, might, really... he might he outscore Hines this week. Oh,
1: maybe Walker Blake, mate. He's he's a he's he's pretty leaky, isn't he?
0: Mm. That's Mark's hot take for the three hours because, I mean, I've already done about four other hot takes today, so i going to limit limit them to once every couple of hours. Uh, mate, outside of that, obviously Cameron Murray's looking like a, an interesting buy after the buy round. I mean, if you're really looking for a jewel, he's, he's a value right now. Um, I'm, I'm looking at potentially getting Gagai and Cameron Murray in round 14. Mm. Uh, mate, on the other side of the ball, Moses uh, seems to have had a floor game last week of 38, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's uh, pretty good for owners because, I mean, I think you highlighted this in our in our lost sessions, the amateurs' lost sessions that, um, you know, his floor used to be in the 20s. So yeah. to uh for him to, uh, in a game where the Eels really didn't play well, I think they only scored one try, maybe two. Yeah, um, yeah and for him to still go close to 40, uh, yeah, I think you should be happy with that, honestly.
0: Yeah, good signs. I mean, outside of that, uh, we got Origin Bolter, Tom Opachek in the center. He's doing pretty well, mate. De- I'm dead serious. I reckon he's going to play Origin, oh, um, mate. Outside of that, obviously Reed Marnie dropping in price. He had a little bit of a rest last week for Lussick, but he looks like he's going to play Origin as well. Uh, Papali E. Madison, both not playing eighty minutes because uh, Brad Arthur hates your fantasy team. But Nathan Brown, uh, good minutes but kind of a lowish score for I think it was 44 in 60 minutes. Um, so this whole entire EEL side is maybe just a monitor at the moment outside of Moses, I think.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's such a shame too because there's so many players in here that are potentially awesome for fantasy. But,
0: mm.
1: yeah, just the way... Um... Way it's currently going, and you know it's really strange to see Madison only playing sixty minutes and subbed off twice. Yeah. And, uh, well, he had a
0: he had a little HIA where you get the free interchange, okay. I think, but then you have another interchange. I think because they had a HIA, they got a free interchange late, uh, and just because he'd been playing eighty minutes and Papa Lee had already had a sub like a, a big long rest, then I think that's why they took him off. Mm. So, yeah, all up, it wasn't very good, and I'm hoping that the, that trend doesn't continue because I don't really want to spend a trade getting Madison out. <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't have him, maybe just watch watch and see at the moment. But if you do have him, just hang on and, and hope for the best. Obviously, Campbell Gillard's out, and I have him in my projected New South Wales origin team as well. So, hopefully some extra minutes for those boys over the uh, the next few weeks. Their, um, their draw actually does toughen up a little bit too, so hopefully that means more... Uh, base stats and work for the boys rather than try scoring. Uh, last game on the Saturday, Roosters versus the Raiders. Uh, obviously, the Raiders are just in an absolute shambles at the moment with George Williams heading back to England. And the uh, I saw the uh, Beat Baldy hashtag is trending on Twitter this <laughs> afternoon. Poor James Hooper's is just getting absolutely fed by the players on Twitter. It's fantastic. If you're not on Twitter, it's worth joining just to see James Hooper getting absolutely drilled by every single player in the NRL at the moment. Um, but fantasy-wise, obviously, Teddy uh, did pretty good, but not as good as what I was hoping last week. Um, Sam Walker, though, absolutely bullied by Pangai and um, gets the joy of having now Elliot Whitehead and and um, Jack White running at him, which... I likely means with no George Williams, there's going to be a lot of traffic going left for the Raiders, which is very bad for Sam Walker uh, and Crichton suspended. With um, what's his name, Nat Butcher will come into the starting team, and they'll probably get that um, Egan Butcher into the into the bench there. So, mate, uh, Roosters fantasy takeaways: Takiyaho's back in the prop spot. Yeah, no, thank you.
1: Um- <laughs> Yeah, I think the biggest story here is is other than Angus is probably
0: Sam Walker and probably firming as a sell. I think mm. I got a message from Ed on the way home today asking why everybody was selling Sam Walker, and I just okay. sent him back this like confused face gif. <laughs> I'm hoping he listens to the podcast. I'm assuming he does. Um, yeah, now obviously uh, the we're selling Sam Walker. He's got three bad scores. In the last couple of weeks he's, you know his bees is absolutely horrendous this Roosters team lost uh a fair bit of their strike power they're going to lose more over origin he's going to be um going to be a focus of defense now that br- brisbane have given teams the br- the blue- the, bl- bl- the blueprint although they did give everybody the blueprint print for pa- uh for the panthers and and nobody's actually bothered to pay attention to that either so mate uh, fantasy wise there's not much going here aside from james Tedesco now
1: yeah, and even even he's a, you know, sort of. I mean, he's still a good buyer, but at the same time, he's going yeah. into Origin, and yeah. yeah, I mean, for mine, I'm just praying and waiting for Sam Verrills to come back. He's just the oh. cash cow that's never come.
0: Yeah, he's the prince that was promised. <laughs> uh, mates on the other side of the ball, Aikens. We finally gave him a shout out last week, and then he fell off a cliff predictably. Uh, also, Sam Chris is uh. 20-something at centers, not too bad. Sam Williams had a pretty good score, probably not going to be buying him. Uh, Rappin is back from his injury. Looks to me like he's going to be potentially goal-kicking as well, which could be fun. Mm. And uh, Tom Starling uh, got bullied, like had his lunch money stolen by Nelson the so- Solomona last week. Uh, we're not expecting that to happen again. So, mate, uh, is there anyone in this Raiders team you want to buy outside of Tom Starling? No, not
1: really. I mean, I mean you've got, already got
0: and so... Yeah,
1: exactly. If you've got and Ira you're laughing. I, I don't think I'd be recommending him as a buy now at 480k, though. Like, he, no. he's, he's probably only got maybe, I don't know, 100k left to make. Um, maybe a little bit more if you're lucky, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, outside of that, it's, it's pretty slim pickings. I guess Rapana's... Uh, been scoring quite well before his injury. And if he does pick up goal kicking, um, I'd assume it's either him or Sam Williams. I can't really. Mm. I mean, we've seen Jack White and kick that didn't go well. No.
0: Um, apparently, yeah. apparently Simmonson can slot him as well. Okay.
1: Well, if it does end up being Rappiner,
0: then he, he does become a pretty tempting option at center as well. Yeah, and um, obviously Hudson Young's been dropped, which is an interesting one. A lot of people moving him in Fantasy Talk this week. So obviously um, see above for all of the options we're suggesting and have suggested. So uh, I think it's about it. Sharkies versus Titans on Sunday afternoon. Fafita's back, which is very bad news for the Sharks players Chad Townsend drops, so we'll see Sean Johnson in the side. Uh, he looks to be another one that's got red flashing lights on him, assuming he makes it through this game and, and potentially looking at a buy in round 14. Yeah,
1: absolutely. If Chad Townsend's out of this side, um, I think I spoke about this about two weeks ago. If Chad Townsend was dropped, then Sean Johnson becomes very tempting. We saw what Townsend was able to do, partner with Moylan. We know Moylan does next to no in-play kicking. He'll get about 20 metres a game. And Johnson will be averaging close to 400 kick metres, if not more, you'd, you'd assume, mm-hmm. um, which honestly just makes him a great buy. And especially now with Chad gone, we know Johnson's going to get the goal kicking back too. So, yeah, yeah as, long, as long as Chad's out of this side, Johnson's looking great and he's got a pretty high break even so he can wait till round 14, which is even greater.
0: Not to mention he's going to get – him and Britton Cora are going to get absolutely bullied by, by Fafina <laughs> this week. Um, absolutely. I did get an interesting message from our Sharks man. Um, okay. Said He read something on the Sharks page. Apparently, Fitzgibbon's actually started uh, sending messages across to the Sharkies on what he wants them to do in preparation for next year, mm-hmm. and the dropping of Chad Tenzin and this halves combination was his instruction. That's uh, interesting, because yeah, I mean, so, John
1: Johnson's not on the contract next year.
0: Neither's Moylan. Mm, very interesting. So, yeah, so he's basically put him there and said, play for a contract. Um, so, obviously, we know what happens when players are playing for contracts, so that's another good thing in his favour. Uh, outside of that, there's not much happening here for fantasy. Tolman. <laughs> Tolboy. Tolman's still gone. Um, although he might play New South Wales State of Origin with his brother Jake <laughs> Jake Uh Oh, gosh. Do you think he was
1: separated uh, at birth? Like he's actually like the fourth uh, Tramoyevich no, brother? And no doubt. Just, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's why they shortened it because they couldn't think of a, a new – like they didn't name him Aiden Smith. They wanted something that's kind of started with a T just to <laughs> – Aiden T, because he already had it written on his backpack. Ah, true. A little yeah. subtle nod. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mate, uh, Brimson, looking more and more likely he's going to play Origin, so that's a bad one for anyone that bought him for round 13. Uh, Brian Kelly finally starting to get some movement, mate, but the big story in this Titans team outside of Dave with the feeder is our boy Jamal Fogarty. Jamal
1: Fogarty. How good is he? Oh, man, he just, he just loves a 60, doesn't he? That's all he, he can do.
0: absolutely loves a 60, and... We do have to give a, a shout-out and, and I, I, this was my favourite part of the podcast last night was talking about Jamal Fogarty
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and um, I was really sad that we lost it and I'm going to try to do this justice but I um, want to do a shout-out to Zane O'Neill for talking Ryan and I out of selling Jamal Fogarty. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're the real MVP, Zane, and um, I just want you to know that above my bed, like on the roof, when I go to bed at night, I've got a two photos printed out and, and stuck to the uh, to the roof. So I've got a life-size photo of Zane with like a small one of Jamal Fogarty next to him. <laughs> and I just look at them and I'm just like, thank you, Zane. You know, just, just,
1: just don't ask how they're stuck to the roof.
0: It, well, yeah, it warms my heart. <laughs> yeah, no, don't ask. It's, that's beautiful, mate. That's a love story. Super-duper glue. Uh, Mate, I had a couple of questions on Mo Fodawaka. He's going to play State of Origin. Uh, Tino, same. And obviously Fafita's going to play Origin as well. So you have to imagine there's going to be a cash out in this Titans team somewhere. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be Jaden Campbell, uh, who's the fullback who's going to play fullback when Brimson's out. Uh, But he's a cash out, not a cash cow, and important to uh, judge the difference between those. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, I just, noticed, I just noticed Ashley T lurking in twenty one as well. Yeah, um, it's yeah. I think he's kind of hanging around. He'll probably um he'll probably just come back when he's ready. But I don't think I think Fogarty just doesn't care. He'll just do his sixties anyway. He doesn't. Mm. He's happy. Uh, mate, last game of the round, and um, we're gonna see the Manly Trebouiches take on the Newcastle Pongers. So, uh, mate, this Ponga led Newcastle side they need him back because they're in big trouble. Um, So we've seen uh, Blake Green retire uh, to make room for Jake Clifford, uh, which he's obviously going to come in. I would have to expect at the expense of Phoenix Crossland. uh, But in the meantime, I mean, Bradman Best was a late withdrawal last week. Um, Probably not buying against this manly side
1: no i mean i really need to see something from from bradman unfortunately they just i don't know it's like they just don't know how to use him um no. yeah because i mean he's a, he adds a lot of points to this side when they actually do use him correctly and you know, get him the ball um often but yeah it's just not happening at the moment he only has one trial year and yeah i think that says a lot to uh what's going on with the current knight's attack um uh, once they do get some troops back he could be a very good discount buy towards the end of the season. But, yeah, yeah I'm happy to watch and wait at the moment.
0: Mm, they're missing the heart, of the heart and soul of the team, Edric Lee, at the moment. I think that's what the big problem is.
1: Absolutely, yes. Mate, that's origin, origin, star, hero.
0: origin hero, key defensive winger, Edric Lee. And you may laugh, but I don't know if you remember, he pulled off some unreal tackles in the Origin series last year.
1: Oh, just... It's like a, it's like Dane Gagga, you know, like he grows an extra leg whenever oh, he puts mate. the maroon on.
0: And you, you know what Edric Lee's legs are like. So, you know, an extra one, he's just, you know, unstoppable. <laughs> uh, mate, uh, on the other side of the ball, obviously, Tom Trebojevic is doing amazing. Anyone that doesn't have him, shame on you, but also probably way too late to buy him now. Uh, Harper did pretty well, got a 40 for anyone that we recommended him, so he's doing nicely. Uh, Schuster didn't seem to be too uh, impacted by the move to... Five eight though.
1: No man, how good was that? Um, he didn't get the try assist for it, but he he basically set up that try where he like pump faked and drew the defenders in, passing yeah. on to Tommy who who got the try assist. But yeah, I mean he, he's a real talent. Um, he seems like someone that can probably sit in your team for the time being yeah. um, and just you know upgrade at your own leisure. But he's he's going to be giving you solid scores. He's averaging about fifty one currently, so it's you know. Uh, it's it's good scoring. Um, it's probably just a rung below um, keeper level, but yeah, the dual position is quite handy as well. And yeah, just uh, keep keep scoring for me, Call me, Joshy boy.
0: Yeah, I um quote unquote upgraded him to Jason Tomalola last week, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm having big regrets about that at the moment. My emotions are very uh, negatively geared towards that trade at the moment. So, mate, Curtis so. here in 14. I have to expect he's going to be a late swap. I don't know if it's going to be with Kepi or Lawton, but it'll be with one of them.
1: Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, yeah. either way, I, I don't think there's anything fancy relevant there. I wouldn't yeah. be touching yeah.
0: either. Don't, yeah, I don't think we care. Cool. Moving along. We're uh, we buying Ben Hunt now or after State of Origin? Um, I mean,
1: he's not playing State of Origin, is he, Mark?
0: No. Yeah. No, buy him now. <laughs>
1: yeah i, I mean I'm, I'm looking at buying him this week i think i mean that's it i'm mainly head-to-head focused but i'm looking at a uh, sam walker to ben hunt trade myself
0: yeah no rush either way mm. but yeah, i think his break even's 48 so yeah no rush although he could get 70 and go up 20k but he'll still be a good value even at that so yeah no Um uh, all right on the bright side i can get my questions in oh dom you bloody slacker what sort of intern are you you don't even get your questions in on time um <laughs> With only having fifteen trades left after this round, is it worth holding through Schuster through the second buy? I think so. Yeah, I think
1: so. You're gonna get solid scores from him. it's no harm. Um, yeah.
0: Yep. Um with Grant, likely for Origin, do we think Hunt is a good buy option and we'll play round thirteen, see above. Um Matt Lippitt Sidman says, and I wanna read this. Do you did you ever see the Casper the Friendly Ghost movie that came out like in the late 90s. Oh, I think so as a kid. Yeah. And the guy's like, where's my meal? And like screams at it, Casper. <laughs> but like I reading where's my podcast, but in that voice. <laughs> it's not what he's asking, is it? Yeah. Where's my podcast? Yeah. No, <laughs> Clayton wanted to know if I forgot to hit the record button last night. No, I didn't forget to hit the record button. I think it was a an issue with our maximum storage capacity on our podcast hosting thing.
1: I mean, I, he says that, but I think he he just did no. like my takes and he just hit stop.
0: Yeah, no, I yeah, uh, I didn't do my uh, Zane Fogarty story enough justice last night, so I thought I'd redo it again tonight. Um, do you think Pappenhausen is a whole of head to head players? Um, um I'd, I'd
1: lean yes. Um, if you can afford to, like, if you've got uh, enough green dots.
0: Um, and I mean it depends where you are on the head-to-head ladder as well. I think you've yeah, got to weigh sure. that up. You know, like me, for example, in my main head-to-head league that I'm in, we're in a furious uh, logjam in the middle of the of the ladder. Uh, so I am selling puppy as that. But I think if you are kind of in the top four and you can afford to lose a game. Um, it might be a good hold, nice pod, save a trade type of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be hitting up the uh, the trade for question thread in our in our group uh, a little bit later because I'm really okay. tossing up of whether to move Pap to Hines or if I should just move Lomax on for Gagai because I, I need to do one of it to get 17 and... Yeah, I'm. I'm really not too sure. It's. It's. It's a tough one because I. Unlike you, I. I've been the one guy that's like held everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like held even held David for Peter and yeah I've just literally held everybody so I've, I've got to move someone on I don't know who. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you, you. That's why you're my hero, mate, and that's why you're the brains of the operation. I'm just the mouth.
1: <laughs> you're very mouthy.
0: Yeah. Uh, especially if you ask the Panthers fans. Oh, not wrong. Uh, mate, uh, so one of our friends and I can't pronounce your names. So I'm not going to try. I'm really sorry about that. Um, how, he wants to know how long it up, is Angus out for? So round 12, 13 misses 14 and then 15 back and then out 16. No, that, so that's not how that works. So, so he misses this week and then, um, all the blues have to say is if he was eligible, they would have picked him and he'll be out for round 13, uh, which is state of origin, which is his buy for NRL, he'll be able to play round 14 and then also 15 and then he'll play 16 as well. So there's a week between round 15 and round 16 where I believe uh, that's when they go into camp after their games on that weekend. So they should be available. It's not to say they won't be rested in round 16 after Origin, but um, from memory, I think most of the players backed up a couple of years ago. Yeah, like a full week's rest, you'd you'd hope that you'd be ready to back up. I think he's going to miss one NRL game is the short answer to question. question. Um, the biggest danger of him missing a game would be round 18. Yeah, um, and, and Robbo does like a rest. He does. But, um, I, I mean, they're going to have Cordner back in round 14 as well. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen there with the shenanigans. Well, I guess we'll just wait and have to wait and see what happens there. Um, <laughs> top five mids uh, to have during or post-origin. Um, so I guess top five mids, uh, full stop. Uh, would top be five what, mids, full stop. Would be what like Tohu, Angus, Haas, uh, and then what?
1: And then after that, it's a it's sort of like a take your pick. Like maybe Papali'i if he gets back to like an 80 minute edge roll.
0: Penguin um, and Cam Murray.
1: Yeah, even Tomalolo if he can keep up the 60 minute roll and get his PPM up.
0: Yeah, let's say Tom Alolo because I've already bought him. <laughs> yeah, Let, that that list of eight uh, pick. Pick four, five, or six. Um, will Ford hold a lock spot and can we expect the minutes again? Who knows?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a pot luck, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to take a punt, it's, it's got to be now.
0: Did you mean potluck? Oh, 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 look at you, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to take a punt, it's got to be this week because at most he's only going to get four weeks before um, Maguire and Fui owner are back. So if you're going to do it, do it now.
0: Um but yeah for mine I'd just rather not. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. I, I'm I I think just get Flagler and um and stop trying to be tricky. Uh Pappenhausen to Heinz, given Heinz low break events, um could then trade back to Pappy. Is it worth two trades? I think so. Yeah, I mean that's the same dilemma I'm having right
1: now, like whether I just hold Pappy um and move Lomax to Gagai because I mean you know that's only one trade. I see Gagai as a keeper versus mm. you know Pappy to Heinz. It's it's definitely going to make quite a bit of money in that Heinz could you know make 150k and then every, every chance Pappenhausen loses 50 to 100k. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. Uh, if you've got the trades to spare, if you've got a plan, then yeah, do it.
0: Yeah. So, Callum Johnson's got an interesting dilemma, but I want to actually I'm going to come back to him. Okay. Um, need to trade in a mid. Should I trade in a round 13 player like Cheese or just get Tohu Harris uh, instead of waiting for after the buy, but I'm playing overall? Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I'm
1: if I'm of the mindset that I'd be trading in, like, non-keepers that are that expensive just for, like, one buy week.
0: Yeah. Well, because the um, thing is, he's going to play in 13, but then he's not going to play in 17.
1: Yeah, and there's exactly. not that
0: many good options in 17. So my suggestion to you is get the better player. And yeah. don't, don't get guys that aren't keepers like Cheese. I'd agree. And if uh, Tristan's listening, you heard me say Cheese isn't a keeper, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and don't hit me up with some BS about Senior, right?
1: right? <laughs> He'll hit you up with some BS about Toto. Oh
0: oh mate oh no well you know i'm starting to get i'm starting to get proved right on that one yet Mm, that's true um all right uh is it too late to jump on haraweer and ira um
1: i think i touched on this a little bit earlier i think it oh man like it's a tough one um you're really going to need some big scores out of him if you are going to get on i i don't know how keen i'd be to get on now that
0: George Williams is gone and the Raiders are a shambles.
1: But that said, it. it doesn't really seem to have yeah. affected Haruweirunara's uh, we, scores.
0: Well, we know Sam Williams isn't going to be spending a lot of time running the ball. He's probably just going to be giving it to and yeah. Ira, so that might be a benefit. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't hate it. Um, I'd probably be inclined to spend, like, 70K less and get Flegler instead, probably get similar scoring.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're moving on Kamikamitha and Ricky. Oh, we did touch on this yesterday, but, again, I think, uh, yes, yeah, yes. This is where so we landed much. up by the end of it.
1: Yeah, we. Well, I think we had a long conversation about uh, whether it's worth holding them through the buy round, but sort of landed on, yeah, get get
0: rid of them. <laughs> yeah, I think you could sell Ricky and keep Kamikamitha if you needed to sell one of them uh, because, obviously, they're going to lose a lot of players for the Storm. Christian Welch, potentially and Kamikamitha can play through. But, yeah, Ricky, I think you can just shift him. Uh, we're trading Pappenhausen to David Fafita head-to-head focus.
1: Yeah, I like that trade. Yeah,
0: and for overall, um maybe, uh, if
1: overall, yeah, if overall, I think it's
0: Hines is probably the obvious one. Yeah, um, when am I getting Clary? I am not. Nah, round eighteen. Uh he'll be two million by then. No, he won't. No, <laughs> he'll be right. He's going to have a couple of seventy-one minute games where he's only going to score eighty-five. This. Coming up over the origin period, um, who would you bring in if you could only get one of Walsh or Hines? Uh, I think we spoke about that. So um, I guess overall, Hines head to Walsh. Yeah, agree. Um, who are the? Uh, yeah, we already answered that. Um, MLS saying please don't ru- ruin for, for, Ford or Fanukin, Too bad. Um, N. Um, he asked about, is it uh, Jagot or jugod for Hughes? And I think it's uh late withdrawal.
1: Jugon and done his hammy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> J- if I don't get a try, I'm going to get 35. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. Chris Lewis worth a look in? Uh, no.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd probably lean no. Um, I mean, you'd have to think he's going to get, what two games, I suppose. But once Pappenhausen's back, Heinz is going to move to five eight, and he's going to drop out of the side. Even once,
0: I mean, he might not even get next week because Riley Raleigh- Raleigh- is going to be back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Or it could be a late swap way. with Cooper Johns. Who knows? Um, he just added that he wants to get the Ginger Prince out of his team. <laughs> um, oh God, I mean, who's around that price? Yeah. Just you- hang on, <laughs> just hold on to him. He'll come back. Don't worry. He's going to come back and average fifty. Um, Can we expect 60 minutes from forward again? Uh, I think not.
1: Uh, I mean, it's – I'd lean no. I mean, it's a possibility, but I I think it's a short-term possibility. It's really a bit of a gamble. Uh, Yeah. What's your risk tolerance, basically?
0: Yep. Uh, Best cash-out option for Sam Walker front row forward cover would be handy? Well, Flegler's the answer there. Or if you are a tight-ass, Rhys Kennedy potentially.
1: Yeah, if you're feeling if you're
0: unlucky, Reese Kennedy. <laughs> um, what percentage chance do we give Sini getting back into the team?
1: Oh god, mate. Um, I mean, I think it's probably going to take an injury, isn't it, or, or just an absolute pasting by somebody. Um, mm.
0: Well, they're still they're still winning reserve grade, and he's still playing really well there. So, I mean, the big thing is um, he just needs to. Get some confidence up and he'll be back in. But, yeah, I'd say uh, somewhere between 10 and 20% I think is the chance of him coming back. But he's a real he's been a really handy looper for me, um, like parking in my center spot and then moving people around.
1: Oh, well, look at you, mate, having more than 17. Ooh, Ooh, we, yeah. get we
0: get it, mate. You're good. Not, not this week. <laughs> um, uh, TK's adding put Matt Dory on the watch list, which I think is a terrible idea. yeah uh, because they got Chris Smith coming back in round fourteen. Uh, where's Ray T- Raymond Vitalimarina? Is he far off? I think he, I thought he was
1: like towards the end of the season, like round twenty-ish.
0: Yeah, well, we're already—that's probably round fourteen. It's only six weeks away. And we had a look at Dory. His is just absolutely atrocious. I think he had a a random spike, good game. I think he's a he's a big trap. Um, covered on Ford already. Covered Luke Thompson already. Um, Pap and Hines. Yeah, so we covered all of that. Um, will we do Simpkins and Walker for Albert Kelly and Nico Hines or uh, Little and Walker? Well, Little's playing so and playing 80 minutes, so I don't think I'd be moving him on. Um, maybe for, for Kelly and Tahu. But, um, I, I mean, I'd probably be looking at Simpkins and Walker definitely the trade-outs. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, can you get somebody that's got better job security than Kelly and maybe just go down to, like, Flegler or uh, Reese Walsh or someone like that or Gagai uh, rather than Hines? I mean, there's every chance he's probably already got So Walsh's ownership is, like, 33%. Mm.
1: Um, Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't hate it. Um, If you're going to take it because, I mean, you were talking up. It's only been a day, mate. You were talking up Kelly's job security as being all right. No. (laughs) No. Campbell's coming back. Yeah, but Milford's dropping out.
0: Yeah, I think Katoni Stag's gonna play number six, mate. Kelly's gone all right, to the moon. All right, he's what nice. is he like thirty seven years old or something? No, he's only thirty, I think. But
1: he's yeah, um, he's, he's a super league god.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't trust it. I think you could be I think you could be getting another scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, cryptics. I'd be looking for something um in a uh would be looking for a gagai Flegler type combo somewhere in that area, I think. Don't listen to Mark, just do it, mate. Do it. Hines and Kelly, do it. Uh, We've Crichton gone this week. No mid-cover except for Savano and 16 trades. Should I hold, trade and play 16 or look for a mid-option? Um, well, selling Stefano is a good move. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely move Stefano. One.
1: I think Fleckler's right there. It's basically a straight swap.
0: Yep. Do that. I like it. Good job, Ryan. That is the correct answer. Mm. Um... Yeah. All right. That's it for that one. Now, last uh, best keeper centre to trade Walker to five hundred and eighty k to play with. Looking at Campbell Graham. Open to alternatives.
1: I'd go Dane Gagai personally. But if you, if you, yeah, I'd go Dane Gagai personally. Unless you want overall, then. But I mean, Souths don't play round thirteen, so if you're interested no. in overall, then yeah, well, I'd go Dan Gagai over Campbell Graham personally. But that's yeah. just me.
0: Yeah. The only. Genuine keeper, quote-unquote, sender that's playing round 13, I think, is Jack Bird. Uh, Yeah. If if you've already got him, Brian Kelly, maybe. Yeah. I think uh, Campbell Graham and Bradman Best or Gagai, they're all pretty hefty increases on what we've seen from Kelly so far. So just want to see what happens with Best.
1: Yeah, I I tend to agree. Uh, Yeah.
0: Uh, Is Heinz a must? Uh, And is Hines or Tahu more important? I wouldn't say Hines is
1: a must, but if it was between those two, I'd probably opt for Hines over Tahu.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Exact same thing for me. Uh, With all the injuries and suspensions, is it worth trying to get cash cows this season or just do your best to fill the full team?
1: Well, I mean, why can't you fill a a team with um, someone that's potentially going to make you money, you know? Hmm. Um, Guys like Albert Kelly are a bit of a risk, but there's every chance he makes you 150k.
0: Yeah, what I would say is don't drop your standards too far in terms of the type of players that you're bringing in. Mm. Um, what you might need to do is look for guys who are not necessarily type of guys. that You might look to buy like like we we're talking about a Flegler or a Delphinuke and something like that, where they've got point scoring and cash making, um, but they decided maybe not. They they're not uh, as the flashy, sexy sort of options, but they've got good job security. You know, they're pretty. St- you can you know what to expect from them, type of thing. So maybe look at you know going for something like that rather than rolling the dice all the time. Um, if you're if you're having issues with red dots, is it too late for Hines? Uh, I don't think so. We I think we covered that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, holding or selling Pappy, we've covered that. Um, is Olamcini 2.0? Obviously not. He's um he's just having some issues with uh, getting the ball.
1: Yeah, that I, I read that yesterday, and that triggered me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, this guy's looking at trading all M to Burton, which I definitely would not do. Uh, yeah, I
1: think, I think it's a backwards
0: trade.
1: On. I mean, it's at best sideways.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's happening with Appy? I've covered that with the uh, the tackling. So, mate, I think that is pretty much everything. You um, get
1: everything on Instagram.
0: What, oh no, I didn't get any of the Instagram ones. Oh, uh, I'll,
1: I'll get them. I'll get them. All right. Uh, you can
0: re- you can read them to me. I think that would be nice.
1: Yeah, nice little change. Host Ryan, yeah. I've got the power now. Uh, I think but, I was
0: uh, going to come back to one. Hang on. What was the one that I was going to come back to? Oh,
1: yeah. One? Old mate you were going to come back to.
0: Old mate. Okay, um, Cooper, I think it was. Let me just pull that up quickly. He, he submits questions a fair bit, so um, I want to do the righty by him. Oh, I missed a couple of questions questions here too albert kelly job security question marks um anyone under 350 that has job security and a chance of not being shit <laughs> um kelly's probably the best option there but yeah I, I
1: wouldn't say there's any with guaranteed job security but um moses and kelly reese kennedy are all gambles mm-hmm. but yeah the, i think they're all pretty good i think kelly and kennedy are a good chance of not being shit it's just uh job security isn't great <laughs>
0: Yeah, if I was to trade in Nico Hines, should I trade out Simpkins or Sam Walker? Uh, both.
1: Yeah, I mean both. I guess uh, Sam Walker's going to drop money, whereas Simpkin isn't. But uh, that said, <laughs> Walker's a green dot. So yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm maybe, I'm maybe I'd move Simpkins, but I'm ideally, maybe both. Um, top cash cows this week. Um, I mean, sometimes they just isn't good cash cows. Um, so I guess outside of the names that Ryan mentioned, there's not really a lot happening. Flegler, but he's kind of not re- – he's more like a mid-ranger now. Yeah.
1: Um, take a punt on Reese Kennedy if, if you're feeling like Yeah.
0: That. Wait a week and get get Chris Smith in round 14 maybe when yeah. he dis- Al- displaces Dory. Albert Kelly's there too, but, I mean, running into Melbourne um, isn't great. Yeah, no. Um, covered Walsh and Hines. Um, Sam Williams, we're not – going anywhere near, I don't think, mm. um, near mid-cover with Crichton out, thoughts on Jackson Ford. We've given them round 13 must-haves, um, see above. Uh, anyone who's a keeper, Moses, Fogarty, Popoli, um, Madison. The two Knights guys that we're still holding through, Pangai, Brooksy, if you got him, obviously he's great. And a couple of center options. Dane Laurie, if you've still got him. i you still got him. There's not really anyone super-duper must-have, I think. Is there?
1: No, I don't think so. Uh, no. A
0: probably. lot of pretty good options, though. You could definitely field an entire team of keepers just from round 13 plates. Um, yeah. All right. Give me the Instagram.
1: All righty. I mean, a lot of it's sort of stuff we've touched on, but... Um, I have 539k for a mid. Is Ford my best option from Riley Hamilton?
0: Riley, oh, he's one of our Facebook group dudes. All right. Well, how much did you say? 540. Yeah, about that. 539. 539. All right. I'm just gonna look through the list here quickly and make sure I haven't missed anyone. I mean, if you're really excited, you could give Nathan Brown a crack. Um. But, I mean, I'm not super enthused by him. I'd probably get Flegler.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. If you are feeling lucky, jump on Jackson Ford. But I think our official recommendation would be Flegler.
0: Or Finucane for me. But, you know, he might play Origin. I think I prefer Flegler for 50K less. Yeah, is not for me.
1: Yep. Um, next up, we've got... I'm not going to pronounce his last name, but Jack. He says, um, Pappy to Hines... Um, Either Walker or Little to Tohu, Yes, yeah, who the would same you one trade? We, that was the one that we yeah, had before. i might have hit you as well, bloody hell! Yeah,
0: they, they love a double comment, eh? Hey? They, like
1: <laughs> they, they like to like to see we
0: paying attention.
1: Need to make sure that there are questions answered. Um, Current to Cheese? No, no. If yeah, like. I, yeah. Or Hines. <laughs> um, if yeah, um, Walker to Burton?
0: No, Matt Burns yeah. a trap.
1: I think Mark's made his uh, his thoughts on Burton very clear. Um, yeah,
0: don't get Matt Burton. Get Dane Gagai. He's much better.
1: Yes, Gagai. Um, oh, a little Walker or Simpkin worth a trade. Um, I'd, I'd probably say Walker and Simpkin are a little
0: hold for now. Yeah, definitely hold little as an 80-minute hooker. Uh, this dragon's side's a bit depleted as well. He should get some attacking stats there, so... Um, from
1: another guy he says need to trade Walker to a middle half preferably thoughts on best option out of Mo Fodawaker for Nuken or Hines I have about 121k in the
0: bank um well definitely not Fodawaker because he's going to play Origin um I think Hines you have to do don't you between those three yeah I've got to go Hines he seems the stand out option for mine
1: um Best cheapie, is Albert Kelly worth a gamble?
0: Oh, man, I don't
1: know. I think he's worth a gamble. I mean, you've used the right word there, that it is a gamble. Mm. Um, I refuse do...
0: to put my name on Albert Kelly. <laughs> Fair enough. I you won't want do him, it. You don't want another scene to your name, do no. you? No. No, I don't. I refuse to put my name to Albert Kelly.
1: Um, I think we've answered this one, but is Hines worth a punt, considering uh, puppy's yep. still out? Yeah, sure. So. Um, Also, thoughts on Ben Hunt as a pot option at half? Uh, Love it. Love it. I love it. I think I'm going to be buying him this week. I think he's a a good chance to average in the high 50s, for the at least in the short term, given the Dragons' run. Um, And last question is,
0: uh,
1: uh, best undervalued keeper middles other than Haas?
0: Undervalued keeper middles. Kim Murray?
1: Yeah. uh, Ken Murray. Who else is there? I guess...
0: A uh, uh, lot Tom, of them in more... round 14 yeah Jake, Jake i mean he, he sort of strikes me as one that's sort of just at price now <laughs> given no, the way he's playing no he um well he got sin binned but he had a couple of 50s in a row there he's been spending a little bit of time on the edge once they're fully fit he's not going to be doing that
1: yeah but i mean you don't want to be buying him going in origin do because he no he's not going to be playing 80 um uh, you know backing up usually usually he does back up but he just doesn't play 80.
0: The argument could be made that Isaiah Papali is now underpriced.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, that's that he's going to be more underpriced uh, <laughs> once his break even levels out. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, there's a few there, I suppose.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, yeah, Pangai still got some value there, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's about it. Mids not the uh, the best, not keepers, but like there's some value there, like we've highlighted there with Flegler. So, although I did just uh, literally while you while we've been talking in the last thirty seconds, somebody's just posted a projected Origin team that has Flegler in it. So, oh my god, <laughs> mate, our pop stocks are pretty thin. It's uh it's not out of the realms of possibility, mate. Which it makes it even more embarrassing when New South Wales lose to us when we got like Tom Flegler and Tom Opachek in our team.
1: Oh man, um I'm looking at some of these like predicted uh, origin team lists for Queensland on NRL.com, and like Jamie Sowers got Cohen Hess and Jaden Sewer on the bench oh. and most on the bench.
0: <laughs> mate, Cohen Hess, mate, Toddy, if you listen to Co- if you only listen to Todd Payton talk about Cohen Hess, you would think he would be starting in origin.
1: <laughs> oh man, I just realized uh, to- uh Paul Greed signed Tom Obachek, didn't he?
0: Yes, he did. Oh
1: man, he's a sure thing.
0: Yeah. No, he loves it. He, mate, he's ready. He's he is ready. He's gonna do a job on Turbo. Oh, good stuff. No, he actually no, he'd be on the the Latrell side, I think. So yeah. No, I think that's about it, don't you reckon? Yeah,
1: I think so. This is uh yeah. not not quite as good as yesterday, mate, but still, no. still a pretty good podcast.
0: Twenty two, twenty three minutes shorter than yesterday, though, as well. So we've given you all the good gear in uh 22 minutes less of rambling. So, mate, uh, well, I guess thanks, everyone, for joining us. Listen in and, um, you know, if you uh, if you feel like getting into an argument with a Panthers fan, jump on our Facebook or Twitter and tell them that Ivan Cleary sucks or Matt Burton sucks and you'll uh, fill a couple of hours there. So, <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Love you guys.